0: okay i think we are live i dig it all right i want to thank you guys for joining the show for watching it as always um just having an audience is always a good thing surprise i've been writing down a lot of different titles and subjects and trying to come up with more subject material i want to talk about because i figure first off, with what i talk about with the investing world with finances getting your shit straight it's a real thing and i think you know, it took me a while to get my life in order. It always did. Um, but once you start focusing, I mean, what you focus on, I don't know, the more you focus on it obsessively, it just depends on what you're focused on. It becomes more a part of your life. So if you focus on a happier life, you will find ways to to make things happen. You ask yourself the question, how do I have a happier life? Um, asking yourself questions is really important. Just want to say that right now. Ask yourself really good, intelligent questions. Uh, And remember, a question opens the mind, whereas a statement closes it. Keep that in mind. All right. Having said all that stuff, I want to talk about the main subject at hand. As the market goes lower, rack up on high quality dividend stocks. Now, there are several ways to play the market, and one of them is to buy stocks during massive panic in the market. So basically, I rack up <coughs> on uh, great companies with dividends, with with a dividend basically that is always growing over time, along with its stock price. So, example, uh, I love Coca Cola. Coca Cola is my favorite stock to get in and get out, out, out of. Uh, They have a quality dividend. I think last time I checked, it yields at like... The yields always vary based on the stock price. If the stock price goes down a lot, the yields go up, obviously. And if the uh, stock price goes up, the yields go down. And the yield is basically just a percentage you would get per year based on what the current stock price is. That can vary. The dividend amount stays the same until they decide to increase it, though. Uh, Sometimes the dividend payout... I don't remember quite what the payout per share is for Coca-Cola, I just don't really keep track as much as I should as far as how much I'm getting. I just know it's a good company, and that's all I need to know. And I know they pay out their dividend pretty well. Um, but, but let's say it's like 60 cents, and then they decide to raise it. Now, the beauty about dividends in most good, great companies, um, this is why I tell you, get into great companies, don't get into, um, try to avoid the ones that promise a higher dividend because that's not always a good sign. Um, sometimes they're desperate. Sometimes the yield goes up also because this share price keeps going down, and you're taking on honestly, you're taking on a very risky asset by doing that. So, try to minimize your risk is one thing I could recommend. Um, by getting into the best of best companies you can find, and um, if you go for the best, you're always you're always going to leave feeling good. Uh, but I'm always racking up on dividend stocks. I, I mean, when I can, uh, and I don't do it. No, there are certain brokers. I do this at brokerage accounts. Um, I always tell everybody you should at least, and this is my opinion, you don't have to follow this, but you should have at least three brokerage accounts. Uh, for instance, I've got a TD Ameritrade account. I got Robinhood and I got Webull at the very least. Those are my top tier three. Um, I also go, I also have investments that are attached to my bank account solely. Um, really nice so here's my thing and here's what i've been doing the whole time um <laughs> stocks are risky um but if you get high quality dividend stocks you're talking about like the good kind of that you're always going to get a payment no matter what is it going to be a high payment hell doesn't know um for instance coca-cola's dividend yields sometimes can be 3.5 percent to 4 percent per year Now divide that, you get paid every quarter, right? So divide that 4%, for instance, of what you would get paid per year, and then that would be 1% per quarter. You'd only be getting 1% of whatever that stock price is that you bought at the time. So let's say, we'll keep the math simple. Let's say it was $10 a share, and it happens to be uh, 4%. Like I said, you're only going to get 1% of that $50 share price you'd put in. Just remember, the dividend doesn't really change. The amount doesn't change. The yield changes only because of the stock price. Remember, if the stock price goes lower, you're actually getting more bang for your buck in how much you can get back in the form of the dividend. So it's kind of nice. There's a lot of advantages there. Um, I do prefer market crashes because when a market does crash, a lot of the best companies money can buy are going to be available, which means their dividend yields are going to go shooting to the roof. And you can, and you basically have the opportunity to keep, um, just to keep getting in, <laughs> and um, you and just getting. I don't know. I, I like passive income a lot. I, I'm not as big on dividends as I used to be. I'm still big on dividends, but um, most of my money, uh, most of the money i make in the market comes from, comes from hedging my bets. It, honestly, just being like. The one thing I learned was thinking like a hedge fund. And when you think like a hedge fund, you start realizing you could protect yourself on both sides and actually still come out on top. But you gotta be very strategic about it and you gotta be very intelligent about it. Um, I'll give you an example. The way I play the UVXY, it's basically a ETF for the VIX. I basically buy shares as it continues to deteriorate in price because it is a deteriorating product but I also buy put options to insure the current stocks because I know it's going to go down. Therefore, when I get these stocks and they, by the way, when I get these contracts, I should say these contracts expire usually about eight to 12 months in advance. So it's basically like a long insurance policy um, on the current stock shares. Now, the only reason I even bother playing both sides of the UVXY is because of how volatile it is. Now, when you're playing with volatile products, there's people don't get this, there's a huge advantage to playing both sides of a highly volatile product, especially when it decays. Because if you know the decay is eventually gonna happen, getting long-term put contracts is, is great, because you know the inevitable decay will go in your favor, right? Now, <laughs> it doesn't always forever decay though. It may decay three days in a row, but then there's gonna be a pop. Maybe when there's volatility in the market when The tensions between nations, for instance, are going haywire, and people decide to sell off their shares. So keeping this in mind, you you can kind of play with volatility. And now I I personally think in the markets, volatility is my friend. And I won't go into a whole spiel on it, but that's just how I want to let you guys know it is possible to play both sides in the market. You don't have to just play safe all the time. But if you're beginning in investing, this video is definitely for you. This video is more about the beginner and how you should proceed during turmoil times. Now don't put all now listen, it's good to keep some cash on reserve. You should never keep you should never put all of your cash that's in your brokerage account into stocks. Take that cash and put 30% of whatever's in your brokerage account for cash into stocks and keep 70% of it on reserve. When you keep that 70% of it on reserve, if a market crash does happen or your favorite companies go down in price, you can buy in a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> the point is you want to rack up on dips. So what I mean by rack up on dips is when a company is dipping, when the price is going down, you want to be able to keep on buying and continue to buy. And you want to make sure it's a good company. Don't, and I mean it, don't fall for the penny stock bullshit. Get a good quality company, get a Coca-Cola, get a Bank of America, kind of okay. Get, get, just get companies you know are going to be there in the long run and are not going to fail, and don't just put all of your eggs in one single basket. Um, I would say what I used to do, and I, I still do it to a degree in other brokerage accounts, I keep 25 really good companies on hand, I buy shares in 25 incredible companies, uh, I make sure they always have good earnings, always pay their dividends, have the safest dividend out there, and are just a high, will be around even after a great depression or a great recession. Um, <clears throat> those are the questions you got to ask yourself. If, if if it all collapsed tomorrow in prices, would this company still be able to sell a product? Um, and a lot of the companies I I look at, I have to I am forced to say, uh, yes, absolutely. A lot of the companies that I invest in are high quality and of the highest quality. I make sure of it. Um, am I gonna promise you guys hot stocks? Hell no, I don't do that. It's not my thing. I'm not a I'm not a Jeremy from Financial Education or a Meet Kevin. Basically, I'm not a hack. I'm not gonna pretend to have a crystal ball or have some insider knowledge because I I don't. All I know is what I can see on the balance sheet and on paper, right? So what I see on paper is on the balance sheet for a lot of these companies that I invest in. I know they're going to be around for a while. I know their management's good. I take a look at their marketing. I take a look at what they do. How do How do they get their product out there? Do they have good suppliers? Is the whole company just in sync? Are they a well-oiled machine? Are their earnings growing over time? These are questions you must always ask yourself about the companies you uh, put your money in. (coughs) And um, it'll be good from there. Uh, I just think that an emphasis on dividend investing is a good start for anybody who decides to get into investing. Because it's something I like to share with everybody. I don't recommend people do what I do in the markets because... Honestly, I think like a hedge fund. I really do. It's just how I think. I, I do like what a hedge fund does. I It's one of the reasons why I'm able to stay in the market and not lose everything. Because I don't... Look, the one thing I know is volatility is inevitable. And if you could play a volatile product, play it. Because I don't know what direction the roller coaster is going. I can't see the tracks ahead. And neither can you. The, the funny thing, this is like being on a roller coaster in the dark... Right And you can't see anything. This is how I describe the stock market sometimes. You're on a roller coaster in the dark, so you actually don't know, and you've never seen the roller coaster, but you've never seen you've never seen the uh, ups and downs of the roller coaster, right? So here's the thing. in this analogy, in this analogy, you're riding a roller with this, well, if you're in the stock market, you're basically riding a roller coaster in the dark. when it comes to prices, I should say. You don't know when everything's going to go up. You really don't know when everything's going down. You can kind of guess and kind of speculate a little bit. And sometimes your speculation can be right based on, you know, economic data and all that shit. But honestly, playing, playing the stock market, trying to have a crystal ball, I should say, trying to put a crystal ball on the stock market's foolish. Um, you know, so so don't try don't try to predict things that you can't predict. You know, uh, <laughs> I that's why I play with volatile products. So if if the volatile product I have, like the UVXY as an example, goes down, I'm buying more of it because I've already I've already bought all the put options to protect the eventual decay. But in the meantime, I'm going to buy some shares slowly to rack up my position in the event of a market crash. Right. So not only have I protected myself in the event of a market crash, I've also protected myself in the inevitability of the stock market going up. So it's a win-win situation. So always find ways to increase your profitability while minimalizing your risk, right? If you can minimize your risk, you can increase your profitability and you'll be a-okay. So that's my two cents right there. <coughs> um. And that's the way I played it. So the reason I share this experience with everybody, I don't want to, so I make all of these videos for free, absolutely fucking free. Only reason I do this is because one, I know my methodology works and it's nice. It's right. And it's right to share it because for one, I never, I mean, I had mentors, don't get me wrong. I had mentors and, you know, and I never met any of my mentors. I got all of my education through books. And watching videos—that's pretty much it. I'm—I'm I'm all about personal education, and I want to. it's why I do these videos. I want to get—I want to give people the opportunity to get an education without being bored to tears, because education can be boring. Um, even my videos can be boring, and I try to spice them up a bit. But we want to make it—I want to make it to where you're engaged, right? So I want to make it to where you're—you're you're thinking about not just what to invest in, but but strategies in investing. It's not, it's not what you invest in. It's how you invest. It, that's the secret. That's the key. How are you thinking about your investments? Like what strategies are you putting in place? What is your mindset to the game? What are your philosophies? What are your ethics? What are your concepts? What are you doing? So that's what I can say is What's what I can—that's what I can say—is you can. I'm trying to come up with good words here, but one of my—I'm sorry—it's been a long night, and I probably got to take a shower here in a moment because I am just exhausted. Shower, wake me up. But um, <coughs> the thing is, I'm trying to keep on topic here. The thing is, you want to minimize your risk while giving yourself a bit of an advantage. You know what I mean. So that's one of the reasons why I tell everybody sit on cash, right? So if you've got money in your brokerage account, like let's say you got a thousand bucks, right, sitting there right now, you got no stocks, thousand bucks. What I would (laughs) like you guys to do, even if you have less than that, just just remember the thirty to seventy rule that. That I used, at least I use in my other brokerage accounts. Thirty percent of that money needs to go into some stocks, and then the seven, the other, and then the remaining amount of money that's sitting there, that seventy percent. So you, you, your your portfolio should be thirty percent stocks, seventy percent cash. You need to let that cash just sit down. You just need to let it sit for a while. And I don't believe in saving money. Don't don't ever confuse me on this one. Saving money is bad. Just want to let you guys know that. But using cash as potential buying power in the markets is brilliant because you can find discounts on all sorts of epic companies, great, incredible companies. And that's why I say, keep the cash on reserve. Keep thirty now, whatever amount of cash that's in your brokerage account, put thirty percent of it down to stocks and leave the rest of it sitting there for buying opportunities. The reason I say that is because you want to get your foot in the game. You want some buoys in the water, right? And, think, and you know what I mean? So it's like you need those buoys. It's also a good way for you to see where your positions are. If you see your positions going down, what do you do? If you see them going down, you buy more. And you buy more, and you only get the best of the best, the creme de la creme companies. And if you really, really want to play it safe, I mean, we're talking about the safest way you can play the market ever while still getting rewarded. (coughs) Index funds, the Vanguard S and P 500, the Nasdaq 100. So the two ticker symbols you want to keep an eye on that I recommend if you want to get into because they still pay a dividend. They pay like a 1.8% dividend yield. Um, But the um, stocks have gone up like crazy. The The share prices for these index funds have gone up insane. Now, the reason I recommend index funds to beginning investors if you're looking for a good dividend payout, it's not like a fancy high dividend. But the cool thing is the growth over time and the overall price of the shares goes up over time. You're getting exposed to the best companies. The NASDAQ 100, represented by the QQQ, which is an ETF, um, if you invest in that, (laughs) you're exposed to the 100 best companies, and if they go up, the, the, the value goes up. If it goes down, the value goes down, but that's okay. That's the risk you take. If you get into the vanguard which is uh, S&P 500 which is uh, t- ticker symbol VOO um you basically get um you get the opportunity to uh Sorry, you guys. Like I said, losing my train of thought. <laughs> but you get the opportunity to 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 buy, to get in to get exposed to the best five hundred companies without having to pay an arm and a leg. Because if you, could you imagine getting a share one share of each of those five hundred companies? That's insane. The amount of money you'd have to pay to get one share of each of those companies is an insane amount now just to get an index fund is brilliant because you don't have to pay that extreme amount to get all 500 you could be exposed to all 500 of the best companies in one single index by just buying one, at least one share periodically of the vanguard s p 500 <coughs> it's that simple surprisingly um, and i think honestly even for beginners intermediate and experts I'm always going to recommend an index fund because I love index funds. I, in fact, if anything, I'm probably—I should probably have an intervention for how much I love index funds. They're the best. Um, I should probably also have a, uh, an intervention for how much I love uh, the VIX, the Volatility Index. It's, it's fun. I just love volatility. I get it. Um, it sings to me. But anyway, I'm going to end this video in just a few moments. I hope this was educational. Uh, Basically, in summary, if you're new, if you're intermediate or advanced, dividend stocks are always a way to go. Good, high-quality companies. Make sure they always pay their dividend. Look at their dividend payout history. You can find most of this information on Google. (coughs) What I do is I look up, um, for instance, if I wanted to find the payout history of Coca-Cola, I would go on Google. I'd look up Google... Uh, on Google, I would look up Coca-Cola dividend payout history and um, just see what the results are. There's a lot of good results. I think there's even, if I remember correctly, there's a, di- a website called uh, Dividend.com. I think you do have to get like a premium subscription, though, if you want to learn more about some of the dividend stocks out there. It's really weird. <clears throat> there's really not much to know. Most of the information you need about each company is pretty much publicly available um, balance sheets, earnings reports. It's all out there in the open. Everybody has access to the same information. And, um, so, I mean, you can just take advantage of it. It's, it's, it's all there for you. So, but anyway, I might do one more video. I'm not too sure. I'm honestly just blah. I'll probably try to pull off one more video here in a few moments. But anyway, thank you guys for viewing this one. And uh, just remember, get into good companies. Just get your toes in the water. Don't do not put all your cash that's in your brokerage into stocks at one time. Slowly buy on dips. Find good, just find the best buying opportunities. It's all you got to do. When when something is (coughs) when the price of a company goes down, that means it's on sale. Think of it as like a bargain. Uh, That's the best way to look at it. Anyway, uh, thank you guys and have a Wonderful, splendid.